1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's
0: BlueNile.com.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
2: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
1: Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself.
2: That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip?
1: Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip.
2: Yeah. But where can people get it?
1: So yeah, where can you get You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see McDonald's.com for full details.
2: Welcome to the Ale and podcast, it's Sunday the 26th of Feb, it's half 8, after a late substitution because we should have been recording at 8. I'm joined by Johnny and Andy. We've subbed Tom out. Does anyone know where Tom is? <laughs> I think we all know where Tom is.
0: But doubt he knows.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah. Last scene in the polite vicar having lunch, he said. A quiet was it a quiet lunch, he said. Quiet lunch watching the cup final. Yeah. So he'll be in it'll be in and around Newcastle somewhere, three Jaegers deep. So apologies to anybody that's um got a carpet boot for the morning. It'll be late afternoon.
2: Yeah. Mr. Amos, you need to go fetch your son.
1: He's not fetching anyone, is he?
2: No. And if anyone's thinking, well, Mr. Amos won't listen to this on Monday morning, Mr. Amos, you still need to go fetch your son. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so joined by Tom and Andy, obviously, yesterday, the Vale travelled and to Bolton. You're not, you're not Tom's not here, mate. <laughs> Tom's not here. It's late. Johnny and Andy. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> down the
0: boozer with some.
2: <laughs> I wish I had. I wish I had no busy day today. Um, yes, so I'm joined by Johnny and Andy. And yesterday Vale travelled to Bolton. Two-one loss, but I think we'll all admit really good performance and come away happy with the level of performance, even if not the result.
1: Yeah, we we played a lot worse versus Exeter from what I saw, and won, won a game. So, I right, I think I. I It's hard to take, especially the Bolton fans being really nice and saying, like a lot of them have said, we're the second best team we've seen down there all season and the best they're saying is (laughs) Chef Wednesday. So, I can take that. But it makes it harder because I do think we deserved at least a point.
2: Yeah, I'd go with that. Andy?
0: Yeah, I think it's the first time Bolton have conceded in about 12 hours of football at uh, at the Reebok, at the... Yeah. University of Bolton Stadium, soon to be top sheet. Yeah, and, and it certainly was, wasn't it, yesterday? No, we, we didn't was. We did get what we deserved yesterday. We, we, it's probably the best we've played for a good while, maybe since Plymouth away, I'm trying to think. The yeah, last time we played, it's getting on for before Christmas, isn't it? Um, yeah, so there's a lot to build on. Um, got a free week. So hopefully, we can, um, now, now we've broke that cycle of Saturday-Tuesday games, we can get on, have a good week on the training ground, and um, if we can keep that levels, those levels going into the MK-Dons game, um, we've got a chance of getting all three points, haven't we?
2: Yeah, definitely. And talking about a good week on the training ground, Johnny mean you'll be down the training ground on Tuesday, so maybe that's why the players put in a nice performance, because they wanted to say nice things about them, apart from yeah. certain someone who may make a detour for us after I've had my say on it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one Tuesday. Um, we know Clark, he doesn't like giving away too much, so it'll be interesting to see what sort of session we get to see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. It's, yeah, it's it,
2: that's well, it. I was just going to say what it was for people that were like, why are they going down the training grounds?
1: Yeah. Yeah, this
2: this is sponsor's lunch, isn't it, for
1: the the, play, the players. So I'll be nice. Get get see Dan, get speak to him, um, say maybe maybe apologise to him for ruining his career. Um because we cursed Brad Walker and it seems like we're doing the same with Butterworth. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're gonna have to have a long hard think about what we do next season. Yeah. Maybe 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 just sponsor Stoke or something like that.
2: Yeah, possibly.
1: Possibly. Take- put that curse on them instead. But um yeah. yeah, I think it I'm looking forward to it. The food was that the food was lovely last time we went, wasn't it? So beautiful. Um looking forward to that and then it? it'd be nice to see how the players interact and stuff like that and how it works and what Nor and what Clarky and, and Crosby and Dunn and Nash are all doing on the training pitch. Yeah.
2: It'll but, be interesting to see which players listen to this and which don't because I imagine the ones that don't will talk to us the ones that do <laughs> won't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh it's, you, it's you are against it. it's um... <laughs> Yeah. And as I say, if they listen to this one, I think 10 of the 11 starters will speak to us. And one of them, maybe not, but saying that he might be injured. Aidenstone, Stone not that bad. No, I'm not on about Aidenstone. Stone. Well, everyone else seems to be fucking on about him. Just do me head in. Yeah. No, there's, we'll get to it, but Gavin Massey, we'll get to it when we get there. And this is after me saying on the last pod... He's been one of our best players in the last couple of months. And yesterday, we'll get on to it, but that was an absolute fucking disgrace from Gavin Massey. And if he's done what many fans think he's done, he should never play for Vale again in my eyes. If he's done that, I'm not saying he has, but it certainly looked that way. And for those wondering what I'm on about, if he didn't go he basically tossed it off and says, I've had enough of this, I'm going to pretend I'm injured. Well, that's what it looked like. It looked like he'd had a Ryan Booth at crew, it looked like he'd had a JJ who put a Sam Calley at Fleetwood away on the last game of the season. He got bullied by a four-foot-eight bloke and decided, I'm going for an injury because Nathan Smith just shouted at me. And that's yeah. what it looked like to me. It,
1: it, it, I don't think the replay helps him out, out much either, does it? Let's be fair. You 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 see Smithy bollocking him, and you see him like motion with his foot as if he's been if he if he's been kicked or something. But yeah, it it, it doesn't seem like his head's falling off in terms of injury wise. So, and do you know what, he was up
2: against Randall Williams. If Randall Williams had got the ball down, B team for pace, for skill, for flair, and had gone, do you know what, Gav Massey, fair enough. Randall Williams is one of, if not the best winger in this league for me. I love Randall Williams. I think he's quality. Randall yeah. Williams, he's bullied him and beat him in the air. Yeah. That's what pisses me off more than anything. And Gavin Massey just didn't. He'd been put in a position where you're wing back and we want you to defend a bit. And he says, we went, don't like defending. I'll give him two goals and then I'll come off injured. And yes, I know we didn't go out on the pitch thinking, I'm going to give him two goals. But that's what happened then. He went, I've had enough of this
1: yeah it it, it wants pretty display and unfortunately did have did have an hand in both. i think the frustrating part for it for me was going forward the first ten fifteen minutes he looked lively and he was he was getting in and around all the play and he was he just looked like here we go this this is what this is what we've been saying in terms of he's not played in his natural position so let's let's judge him when he is. And he was lively, granted his, his couple of balls that he tried to put in weren't, weren't brilliant or anything like that. But if he was 100% every time, he wouldn't be playing at Paul Vale, would he? No. So we, we get that side of it. But yeah, he, he, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt that he hasn't just thrown the towel in. But I, it, it it doesn't it doesn't look convincing that there's an injury there.
2: And the thing is, I don't think he can play the next game now. Because if he does, fans will be going, he's tossed it in. Yeah. So I don't think he can play even if he is fit. I think it depends what the injury was, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, I don't know if you saw as soon as Benning come on, he took an absolute twat in. And there's an argument that there that could have been, that would have given him a dead leg eventually. Like once he blows over. So if Mal missed it, for example, for that. Then you, you could argue that yeah okay fair enough. I just, I just whatever's happened to Matt kind of just needs to come out, and this is one of them things. I know he doesn't talk about him, but for the players, for, for the for the player, this injury business needs to come out and say, look, X Y Z happened to Gav. He's going to be out for two weeks, or what happened was he's taken an absolute whacking. He's gonna be out for three or four days, but he should be fine for Saturday. Like in they, we kind of I think we need to hear about this, just so if he does make the squad Saturday or or be at the starting eleven Saturday, people don't give him the Mal effect from the other week of booing him as it, as he comes on the pitch. And there's a high there's
2: a high possibility that will happen. Yeah, uh, from what I'm hearing, the injury was embarrassment and I don't know how long that keeps you out. Yeah, and I I was embarrassed for him. But yesterday, Johnny, you texted me before the game. Andy, did you want to have any words on Gav? Because we probably won't do him when we get to rating because we've done it.
0: I don't know if if you yeah, if you want to do it now and just get it out of the way. Um, he went up the wrong tunnel, didn't he? When he went off, he went up the home. You know, you you got two different players' tunnels, and he went up the home tunnel for some reason, which I found weird. Now, as as soon as goal went in.
2: Because he got two assists for and maybe that he got going there, dressing room.
0: Maybe, yeah. As soon as the goal went in, I looked and I saw him and he was just doing that little thing with his fingers to say, no, sub, sub, sub me off. And he was, I saw Crosby out in the technical area, which was just like just gesturing to, for him to go down so at least he'd get the physio on and, and ready the sub. Um, he didn't look like a player who particularly wanted to be there, whether it's because he was just injured and fed up or whether he's just not injured and fed up. I don't know. I mean it can't help that he's a centre forward one week, he's a wing back the next and he's probably neither of those things, is he? He's a he's a winger in a in a formation that we don't play. But it it just didn't look from from minute one, I think very early on in the game there was um like a cross field ball that he he just needed to nod back to stone and he he got himself in a bit of a mess and it drifted over his head. And defend the defensive side of it. He, he just didn't look happy at all, did he? he? Didn't look like he wanted to be there. And just, just when you, I don't, I don't know. It, sometimes when you maybe he was injured, maybe he was sort of ploughing on for as long as he could. But as soon as that goal went in, it was like <sighs> adrenaline stopped kicking in, or he just sort of, he just, he just sort of broke him. Really, he couldn't really
1: sort of struggle on anymore. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it looked terrible. The Bolton fans were all, all, also um, giving him a dog's abuse for playing for Wigan, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. There's that as well. Forgot about that. I never even him. Yeah, they were they were called, they were singing Gav Massey, you're a wanker." It, uh,
2: to be and, honest, I couldn't really make out any of their songs. It was a bit of a. Mm. I, I made out Wembley. Yeah, that's about all I made out from. A big big
1: yeah, shit dude. out He's celebrating been, in that competition, scabs.
0: Been there, done it, right twice. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. but yeah, we've done. And yes, Andy, you give the balance for you when he may have started the game injured and he may have just decided that that was enough at that point and he couldn't carry on. But yeah. I, I think so does need to come to the club for that because in the concourse at half-time, everybody was saying, He's done as Ryan Boots, He's done as JJ But he's done as Sam Kelly.
0: Yeah, I think I think that was everyone had the same sort of same thought. And Steve was mentioning about Cole Stockton, or uh, after Tuesday, he looked like a player who didn't want to be there either. And and you know he goes off, and we look we look a better side, don't we? I mean, Benning wasn't perfect, but we just seemed like a good ten percent better after he went off, really.
2: Yeah, and we'll get on to the players in a minute. So, Johnny, you messaged me before kick-off. Strong 11, best midfield three. Good front two as both the strikers. Wing-back will be interesting to see who was right and who's left. Massey needs to put a shift in. Strong bench. It's almost like a new, isn't it? Mm. (coughs)
1: Psychic. Yeah, do you know what? The front two were brilliant together. It was... Nice, nice seeing Harrison bag. I think it was a good finish. His confidence could have been shot after the first couple of minutes when he went one on one and didn't score. Do you know what I mean with a str- with, with him? What was? It? Did we work out it was Shrewsbury at home last year when he last scored an open play? Yes, I think we did. So, like, uh, do you know what I mean? If it, that after going one on one and not having it wasn't the best connection and and whatnot, but. You've also got to give him a bit of ring rust and whatnot. That could have killed his confidence. Matty Taylor he needs he probably needs to stop trying as hard. Because because he's he, he's under a mile an hour all the time at the minute. And he seems like he's one of these people that wants to impress. And I, I'm falling in love with the man. I think like he's so he's so lovable, he just needs to stop being a bit of a dick because he does go down. A little bit too easy at times, but yeah, it was nice having two strikers and one on the bench. So that was that. That was nice, and the eleven did its job from near enough. Ten of the eleven did.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when the goal went in, obviously, it was an early goal. Well, it was eight minutes, and that should have been number three because Garrity's missed that header in the first minute, which he's only got at the target with. Oh, it wide. And then Addison's missed his one-on-one before his goal. Yeah, Gareth work on that heading now.
1: It's a, it's, a couple, it's a couple so far he's had that just proper 50 pence
2: head. And we'll get on to it when we get to Gareth. What the good part is that the last few weeks since he's gone back at the front of the three, he's now getting in them positions again, whereas he wasn't in the middle two, which you wouldn't expect him to be. Yeah. But he's now gaining the positions he was last year.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, po- it's all it's all positive pretty much from Saturday.
2: So, And let's be honest there, goalie, we said after the first game, best goalie in the league, he pulled off a great save from Garrity just on half-time as well.
1: Oh, he made a couple of good saves second half as well. Yeah. The, 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 the one from, I think it was Taylor that took a deflection that was looping over him where he, Poured it over the bar was lovely and his kicking was a bit suspect. <coughs> but everything else, he he'll, he'll he'll one day play Premier League
2: football. He yeah, will. yeah, he will. He will. So let's wrap that section up there, Johnny. Overall rating for Clarky and the management team. Um,
1: seven for the for, for overall. I think right eleven. You, no 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 one no one would have moaned and about the 11 subs yeah the the, the game changes as that da, da, daryl likes to call them aren't aren't changing games at the minute that's i don't think he made any of the wrong like i don't think he made any of the wrong subs they're just not doing him justice at the, at the minute um with the exception of proctor thought that effort Pro, proctor had in the second half that just whittled over that that felt very close. I don't know actually how close it was, but it felt close. Um, but yeah, Dennis at wing back was interesting.
2: Yeah, um, we'll get on but, to that. We had a discussion on the coach on the way home about that.
1: Yeah. So,
2: well, yeah. Overall, I'd say
1: seven seven forty. I mean, we haven't we haven't won, so you you've got to take that into consideration. But performance was there. Nearly, nearly everything that you want was there, just without the without the victory. And would have preferred play wank like like we have done before and win. Yeah, of course, I would three points. are The important thing, but that gives us a platform now. And it was against a good Bolton side, and they their fans have said they might have had an off, off day or anything, but if they've got two three million pounds worth of players stood up front for them for a start. So. They, when that even if that's having an off day, that's still a, a good a good amount of money in in their squad, isn't it? So we we've got to be pleased with ourselves for so going toe to toe.
2: Yeah, definitely. Andy, anything to add before we get on to the players?
1: Yeah, I mean it's been
0: it's been needs must, hasn't it, in terms of um team selection for a while and we've had to go with what we've got. We we had a bit more available today. We had a proper front two, a good pair of experienced League One forwards and, and you could tell it made a big difference to us. And, you know, you you, you play people in the right positions, you, you get a bit more quality in there and you, you play a decent formation and, and you play well and that's not really, uh, shouldn't be a surprise, should it? So, um, yeah, the bench was still a bit weak, um, but we're we're getting there in terms of players available, aren't we?
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And let's get into the players. I'll do the same as I did last time and I'll go down the order that Sky have got them in. Oh, Which, God. Yeah, but that way, I'm not picking who you get. You can guess your starting, Johnny, and you can guess who they've got first. Aidan Stone. Yeah, um, six for Stony. I think
1: he's kicking. I think there was one that was a bit Suspect, but his kicking was really good. He clipped one out to the wing again and, and set off an attack. And he just—it feels his kicking feels a lot stronger. Could he have done better for the first one? I think we're all we're all a bit critical when it's in the six-yard box of your keeper. I think we all want him come and get it. You've got to take into consideration the whole thing there. Garrity's moved off his post, so. He's going to be thinking about what happens if the lad just spanks one towards there. There's there's bits and pieces that happen, so I'm not I'm not going to portion too much of a blame on him for that. And then the second one, there's no stopping it. He, he the, the lad's been given the freedom of the penalty area, um, and he's 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 scored. So I, I, I don't think Stony Stony had a bad game. There's there's a lot of people that disagree. A lot of people on Twitter. And in the ground, to be fair, they're absolutely berating him and slagging him off and stuff like that. And I, I don't know what they want. It, not one person in January was asking for a new keeper. And now all of a sudden, everybody's saying they're a new keeper should have been priority in January. It, 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 it's confusing the life out of me. We all know that a new keeper has got beyond the cards because Stevens is going to go back. But... I don't get what the hatred seems to be towards Stone. Is it because of the playoff final that people think he's he's got he's got that ability to throw one in? Because obviously he nearly did then. But I, I I don't know. I think people are reading a lot a lot into the stats situation without actually using their own eyes and watching the game. I think for me, because I don't I don't other than Morecambe, I don't think he's I don't think he's thrown one in. So. I don't I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. I don't it's confusing me. So hopefully one of you two don't like him and can explain the thought process behind it cuz it's bugging the life out of me.
2: Well, Andy, can you
0: um I don't dislike him, no. I mean, he's I mean he's he was signed as a backup keeper last summer, well about 18 months ago to sort of be second choice behind Kovalin in League Two and we've outgrown probably what he was signed to be and because other things have gone wrong with other goalkeepers he's ended up playing a lot more first team football than he would have thought at a level higher than probably he was ever signed to play it at. Um, so it's tricky. I'm not going to have a go at him. I don't think he did necessarily anything that wrong. It's just a case of would another keeper add things that you know you don't. You know, would he would he pick an absolute worldie out of the corner? Would he have um, saved a, a goal that you wouldn't have expected him to to save? You know, would would he pull that sort of thing out of of nowhere? And it may, maybe a somebody who's real sort of really good keeper. You know, if we got a Trafford on loan and he he picked one out of the top corner, then it's it's a different story we're having. What I will say is that and I'm I'm not the first person who said this, but it seems like it's in both penalty areas that's really costing us. We're we're doing well in sort of most of the other parts of the pitch, but it's like the the percentage of shots on target that end up in the back of a net is far too high and I don't necessarily think that's the goalkeeper at fault because we've changed goalkeeper and it's still happening so you know we're changing variables and there's obviously more to it than that but it just feels like Stevens and Stone, they both concede a lot of goals that don't necessarily look like it's their fault and I don't know exactly where, where things are going wrong because them being made to look very average at the moment by whatever it is that's going wrong and whether it's an organisational thing, whether it's the defence, the back five, something's not quite right, is it?
2: No, yeah. and I think for me, balance that out. I don't think either keeper is good enough to be a league one number one, but we've got what we've got. With what we've got, I'd go with Stone for the rest of the season. He's our own. He's still young enough to develop into a good goalie. We can see how much his distributions come on in the last 12 months. I think had Ben Garrity's effort at the end of the first half been at one of our goalies, it's a goal. But unfortunately, it wasn't. It was at James Trafford. And he gets there, pushes it wide. And You're right, Andy. I think the biggest difference between League 1 and League 2 that we found is both areas. You give teams a chance and they're more clinical than they are in League 2. And we are coming up against better goalies that are saving shots that would have gone in in League 2. And I think um, that's probably where we need to sharpen up. But football's about goals, isn't it? You've seen today the League Cup final. Newcastle well, yes. have probably been the better side. Couldn't score United win.
0: No, I was going to say Stony got let off the hoop twice at Wembley in the playoff final. Yeah. In League 1, he probably doesn't get let off, does he?
2: And I like Aiden Stone. I've got nothing against Aiden Stone. Don't get the abuse towards him. And I still think he's good enough to be our number two next season. At this moment in time, I think he's got developing due to be the number one next season. Go on, Johnny. Question for you. And this is a hypothetical now. Yeah. We you know we know that Stevens is, is is
1: is coming on loan, right? Yeah. Hypothetically, what happens if we've got a clause in Jack Stevens's contract that says? If Jack Stevens plays twenty five games for, for us this season, um we've got to pay Oxford hundred K. And that's do you, the reason we're we're doing it to not not playing him. Does that, does, that, cool. does that ease any of the pressure on Stoney in terms of we've gone, do you know what? When we don't want the lad next season, so we're, we're doing it this way, or would would that information just, just fall on deaf ears and people not really care about the underground and just prefer claim and hope that, hope Stevens does something that he's not done all season and like becomes a better keeper overnight.
2: Just to like, be clear for the listeners, you're talking hypothetically and you don't know. Yeah, hypo- hypothetically. I don't like, I don't, we, we could have, we could have a cause. we, we, we I don't think we would have. I don't think we're the sort of club to do that. But yes, you are right. There is clauses in some people's contracts with some clubs. Yeah,
1: I, I just think after signing a three-year contract with Oxford, I don't. I, I can't see us having any permanent signing clause after X amount. The only no, thing I, I could see as having was a if he if he plays X or does Y, then pay us some some money for for having him with both League One clubs. There's got to be an incentive for Oxford to. Send him to us yeah. So that's either us Paying 100% For his wage Or Them getting something Back if he does well
0: Agreed If X equals 25 Then he's played 26 league games From what I'm looking at now On Soccer Base
1: Okay so shit We've already paid The 100 grand So
0: Unless it, it could be 30 You know You never know Yeah I thought you were going to ask The hypothetical question What happens if um Now that Oxford have sat Carl Robinson New manager comes in Decides Recall him Can he do that um, I don't
2: think they can. I think you can only in most loan deals you can only recall in January. So I don't think they can, and I think the same would go with Matty Taylor. I don't think they'd be able to recall them. If they could, it would worry me because I think a new manager coming in, it definitely wants to recall Matty Taylor.
0: It's just with goalkeepers, you've got the emergency scenarios, haven't you? If uh, someone else gets injured or something, I think it's a little bit more. Yeah, I, I can't complicated. See January. Because if you... if we needed a goalkeeper on an emergency loan, I think we'd have to sack, uh, sorry, we'd have to recall, hold on, who's doing that? Is that you, Johnny?
2: No.
0: Is
2: there anybody
0: there? I can hear rustling. Yeah.
2: yeah. What was I saying, anyway? Um, yeah, if calling. Go on.
0: Right, okay, if... Um... I forgot what I was going to say, then.
2: You were on about it if we got
0: Yeah, injured. I think if we needed to we couldn't sign a goalkeeper on an emergency uh, loan, we'd have to recall Covalan although he's not in Chesterfield's squad at the moment so I don't know if he's injured or what situation is there I mean, yeah um, Stephen's situation isn't um, made any clearer by Oxford changing manager but I, I think I think it's fairly clear that it's not really going to continue beyond the end of this season, is it?
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. And hypothetically speaking, Johnny, if he was on twenty-four games and the mark was twenty-five, yeah. hypothetically speaking, I'd be putting the youth team goalie on the bench. So there's no chance of him getting to twenty-five.
1: Yeah. So well, that, that's why Andy might have a better point in terms of if he's played twenty-six, mm. it could be thirty. Like right? yeah. say hypothetically. Yes, then. Who who knows? I just I just well. It's it's one of them other questions of transparency that I think. I'm looking at maybe does Aiden more more good than anything. Take takes takes a bit of the pressure off his back. If if the if the team come out and say either no, he is our number one. Shut the fuck up or this is the reason why we 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 we're we're, 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 we're open to save x amount of money so we can buy we can we can improve the team next season mm. i'm just yeah i just i just don't like I say it's, it's it's where this intense hatreds come from i don't i don't know if it's just because we we've suffered with keepers for now 80 months or what it's just it's all a bit bonkers
2: yeah i think it's just typical Football fans, maybe that they, they can see we go into games and we've got to do a hell of a lot to score a goal, and then teams just seem to get gifted goals against us. But that's not just down to the keeper, no. And that, that's in the keeper the somehow gets the blame,
1: yeah. The whole team's got to look at it because
2: agree, right,
1: I, when, when we get on to Smithy, I'll talk I'll, we saw the good and the bad of Smithy in um, against Bolton. So
2: yeah. Well, let's get on to the defenders then and we'll go through the defence and the order on Sky. So Andy, you're next, and you get young Aaron Donnelly. What? That's the order (laughs) on Sky.
1: Yeah, Andy, Andy, you're about to be bemused because there will be a there will be a centre midfielder before a wing back and a striker before a centre half, probably. That's how it was last time on
2: Sky. Not far off.
0: Right. Um what do we say about Aaron Donnelly? I wasn't expecting this. Um, I don't think he had a terrible game by any means. You know, we've seen him have a couple of shockers recently, but he was um, he was okay. I mean, he, he struggled against some decent forwards, but he, he by no means was the worst player on the pitch. And he, I thought he stuck at it really. He, I didn't necessarily notice him do anything. Um, massively wrong or you know he didn't look all cool at sea or anything like that like he was the other week against um god who was it um could have been i can't remember but he's he seems to have settled down a bit now and um um i i don't mind him um I obviously wasn't expecting to talk about him I wasn't sort of um planning to be on the pod or else i would have probably um scripted something or would have wrote some notes or something but um, I thought he was okay.
2: Yeah. And there we go. Johnny, follow that and his glowing reference of I don't mind him. Yeah, I think it, if he plays like that more often than he
1: plays like um, like Andy said the, the other week when was it Peterborough when he had an absolute shitter? He <laughs> think, was it Wickham? No, one of Peterborough, yeah. I yeah, it was, it was Wickham. It was Wickham, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, it, it, you, you, want, you want more Bolton performances than you do Wickham. I I'd, I'd say six. Think think it was an all right performance. I don't think defensively he had he had a lot to do compared to the other side. On offensively, I don't think he he offered as much as the other side. I think he enjoyed Warrell being there. It felt like they they were developing a bit of a partnership, and it gave him the space to overlap because Was was coming inside. And then when it changed to Benning, it, yeah, it, it it didn't it didn't do many favors because. Yeah, I thought Benning, again was quite poor, um, but yeah, decent performance from Donnelly. Not not much else to say. Good good steady six, and it's building blocks for the kid.
2: Yeah, with you on that. I thought Donnelly was fine. Thought he did okay. Not blamed for any of the goals I can remember. No, solid on the ball, brought it out well. Yeah, thought he did all right, young guy. and especially you know, big probably biggest stadium he's played in. Oh, no, he has played once for Forrest, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: so... Yeah,
2: he's played once just... yeah, but, you know, it's it should have been a League Cup game with about 3,000 there, so probably the biggest game he's played, and I thought he handled himself well. Um, next, Johnny, on the random generator of players, that is Sky, it's gone off my screen, it is oh. William Forrest.
1: My man of the match, Will. I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was... Defensively strong, though Attackingly helped out. There was a couple of runs second half, especially down our end when he took it past and won a couple of corners. Um, he's just this. This is the sort of thing that we were saying the other week. Wasn't it? We he, he needs a run of run of games to 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 see if he is a League One center half. And I honestly think he is a League One center half currently. I think he's playing really well. He gets gets an eight eight for me, and I'm really really pleased with
2: Will. Yeah, Andy
0: can't disagree with any of that. I thought he was my man of the match as well. And um, what really impressed me second half um, coming at us, um, you know, we were kicking towards our own fans, and he was absolutely brilliant overlapping, um, nutmegged a couple of players, just got to the line very well. Looked like um, a proper overlapping. Um, Fullback, um, he, he just seems to have a lot, quite a lot, lot in his locker, doesn't he? For um, um, for for a defensive player, he just seems like he's all round games decent. Um, absolutely delighted, he's um, having a decent run of games now. He's another one where this season, when he's played, he's played well at times, and then he's when he's made a mistake, it's cost him dearly. But um, he seems to have cut that out now, and he's just um, yeah, he needs. He needs to carry on playing and just get that consistency up, and uh, probably going into next season, he'll be um, he'll he'll be one of the first names on the team sheet, won't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, definitely. I can see why you both got man of the match for him. Second in my man of the match, someone just peeped him for me, but love Will Forrester. I think he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Love his passion, love his work rate, comfortable on the ball, and yeah, next season going to be one of the first names on the team sheet. And that could be anywhere across the bat line. Um, And it is you next first, Andy. And you get smudgy.
0: Yeah. um, I'm interested to know what Johnny's, because I know Johnny's got quite a bit planned about him. Um, I didn't think he was particularly bad. Um, It was very much your usual Smithy performance. Um, Quite like the way he was, um, you know, trying to shit out a few players and um, wind up the own fans quite a bit. Um, I don't mind that at all. Um, didn't particularly like it when he went down holding his face in the penalty area when, obviously, you know, the, the guy had a high, butt, high boot but he was nowhere near his head. Um, that was a bit cringe but um, I thought he did a decent job in the middle of the back three. Um, steady job is what you expect. He's just, you know, we know what his limitations are in terms of... Um, Sort of the football inside of his game, and um, and he's not. We may be struggling that we haven't got a, a really tall, big centre defender, a dominant aerial player, but he's. Um, Smithy's just Smithy, isn't he? Yeah.
2: Johnny? Uh, I think for
1: me, we saw we saw the very good and the very bad in Nathan Smith yesterday. The very good, and I'll, I'll be honest, I was waxing lyrical about it was. Our first goal, if you watch it back, starts from Nathan Smith. He steps in front of it, he steps in front of the striker, wins the ball, plays the pass off, and it starts from there. And that is fucking brilliant. That's the sort of thing that you want to see from Smithy. More, More often, don't don't try and take it in midfield, step in front of your man, get get into it, and then boom, done. Then the bad happens with with their with their second goal he's 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 rolled far too easily by Adebayo far too easy like I, it was just frustrating because he's our he's our dominant center off he's the one that we, we've we've spoke about for so long That's not that there isn't the kid anymore against Akin Fenwar. They that got absolutely bullied and he is the he is the money is the heart of it. He's going to be the tough one, and I get there is going to be players that are better than him. But I just think being rolled is it's it's just a bit weak. So we we do need to like we do need to, to do something about that in in terms of longer term, and that's not me saying Bob Smithy out. It's just we do need a domin domineering centre half. I think Smithy's performance yesterday overall, over the course of 90 minutes, was decent. It was solid six. I, I think the positive the positive and the negative outweighed each other. Um, so, it, it would have probably got a seven if he'd stepped in front and we'd only conceded the second goal, uh, only conceded the first goal, for example. But, yeah, it's just, it was decent overall. And Smithy, if he is going to start stepping in front and, and starting attacks, then I'm all for it because it was it was lovely. It was absolutely lovely, and like I was really, I was really impressed by it as well. It, it felt like it's something he'd worked on, and it come off, and it was just like, Do you know what, Nath, like I'm your biggest critic in terms of your football ability, but that's that that's banging.
2: Yeah.
0: Just, I mean, in mitigation of that, you can say that Bolton have got better centre forwards than a lot of the league, and. You more crafty centre forwards are very good at pinning strikers and backing in and doing all that things without looking as though they're actually committing a foul. But that that makes it a hell of a lot easier for them to roll a central defender if you've you've sort of very crafty about how you you back in, you pin a defender, and then you roll him. So I, I may, maybe there's a bit of that at play.
1: I get that, but the, the the lad the lad the lad was playing for Burton a month ago, so like I yeah, get, fair enough. I, 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 do you know if it's Cameron Jerome that's done that? I probably give Smithy a bit of bit of bit of leeway, but because it's because he's out of Bejo, and I'm just like, he's good striker, he's a very good striker, and I would beat your hand off for him. But I don't know, I think like Smithy should be defending that against Harrison in training, for example. And I just thought it was a little weak. Like he wasn't the only the only one at fault for that. It, there was there was a couple of other bits and stuff, but. Yeah, I saw he was a little bit weak. But I want to concentrate on the positives. I absolutely, I, I still I still love love his involvement in the first.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I thought Smithy had a good game and can't really remember the striker rolling him, but I'd been in the pub oh, since eleven if... with Teko's lock.
1: Okay, so if if you watch if you watch it back, it's it's criminal.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And it's Johnny next, and in the lottery you get fun to won't you? Um, over the course of the game, he's
1: really good. He, he bring he brings a lot to our midfield. He he wins the ball while he drives forward. I don't know whose idea it was to stick him on Adebejo for the for the corner. That was that was confusing because there's 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 a slight height difference. But on the flip side, we've we've only got three or four players that are, are a decent height and Bolton had a five or six. So there's always going to be a m- mismatch somewhere. Um, he's beaten for height, obviously, for the goal. Um, I think he was just trying to disrupt him more than anything rather than going to win the ball. But overall, it was a positive game for Funzo. I thought seven out of ten. Play, played the ball nicely, linked up our attacks well. Um, and yeah, it was... It's in, in Pet and Garrett have got a really good relationship.
0: Andy. Can't disagree with that. Um yeah. Um it was a really good um collective midfield performance. Um the players on the midfield in the midfields um complemented each other and Funzo was um yeah, he's looking like the sort of player who we um, we were after when we signed him, you know, a bit a bit more quality, a bit more um, seems a bit more used to the sort of football that is played in League One, I know he's played in most a lot of his career in Scotland and and that but um, yeah, he's just got a bit more quality, makes time for himself and uh, I can't really add any more than what Johnny said really
2: Yeah, that's fair and we won't hold it against him, he's played most of his career in Scotland
0: Well he probably <laughs> hasn't but I'm just, I'm just sort of trying to think, Is he played much League One before he joined us? He's at
1: Wigan wanting for a bit
0: yeah, yeah, he was actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't I know where he was before was, and after that.
0: Just off, yeah, um, just off the top of my head, wasn't it? And, I, yeah. and he played a lot of Ab- Aberdeen and that.
2: And yeah, he had a few seasons at Aberdeen, didn't he? So yeah, fun to really like him. And as you say, Johnny, I think it was Johnny said, one of you said the three in the midfield were very well together. But you're not getting one of the midfield three next, Andy, <laughs> because in the random list, it says Gavin Massey. So, we've done Gavin Massey. So, go for Mal Benning and then, Johnny, when he gets to you, you can just give me a number for Gavin Massey because we've done it and then get on to Mal Benning.
1: Okay.
2: So, it's you first, Andy. Mal Benning. Mal Benning. Oh, and Johnny, if the number's higher than one, i riot. Oh, you're going to riot.
0: he's. It was better than the last couple of performances. it's, It's all a bit... I mean, he's he's been out of form, hasn't he? Um, he, he's, he probably needed a longer rest than what he got. He was forced into action, and I don't know. I, I don't think he played uh, – he's, he's trying to weigh up the good and the bad, really. I don't think he did – th- I think he was sort of steady on the left-hand side for – for how many how long it was, but he just there's too many little individual errors on the ball. It's like he can't cross it, he you know, he shanks it out a play for a goal kick. Um in, in terms of what he added to a shape and sort of the ball running and things like that. I don't think he was terrible. Um it's just I'm trying not to just get on the lad's back, but it's just he just looks like a player who, when, when he gets the ball at his feet, he's got no confidence at all. He's rock bottom in terms of what he thinks he can do with it. I, d- I don't really know what, what's happened to him. Yeah,
2: you hit the nail on the head there for me, Andy. He looks like a shadow of himself and his confidence just gone. He's trying to do the simple things just to try and build a bit of confidence. And sometimes even that isn't coming off for him. And it's horrible to see because he just looked like a bloke whose confidence is below rock bottom. Johnny? Number yeah.
1: three for Gavin Massey. I can give him the benefit of doubt of he hasn't thrown the towel in, because if he has, it would be a lot lower. Um, but I, th- I think he did. He, he did have an hand in giving away the corner for the first one when he shouldn't have, and he got beaten there by Williams for the second one. So it's it is, it's
2: a three for Massey, and then we move on. We move on now. I think you are being very generous. Yeah, Mal.
1: Yeah, Mal. The thing that sticks in my head, and Andy, you, you mentioned it was was the cross where he just absolutely shanks it over the bar, and oh, it, it was dead frustrating. There's the, there was no need for it. Like he just stead steadied himself, should steady himself, and then put a ball in. He just yeah, it, it just hasn't been. It, It hasn't been the best of times for him. Um, And I don't know, probably a five performance. I might be being a bit generous, maybe. I don't know. I just just felt like, at times, Donnelly felt a bit isolated. And then when Donnelly was getting forward and and stuff like that, Mal Mal was just getting in his space. And that could be the fact that we've worked all week with was underlapping and then it's changed and donnelly's making maybe making the wrong run for the player that he's playing with like that's me probably giving credit but yeah it's just it's it's frustrating to see because the one thing we we rarely criticize benning for was his ability with the ball and that just seems to be giving up the ghost a little and I, I, I do hope he can get past this I really do because I think he might need to now for the rest of the season because I, I don't really see what, you, what what the other wing back option is now Gav's yeah. injured slash thrown the towel in Sammy it'd be bra- a brave man bring Sammy Robinson back in Um and yeah we, we, we haven't got another left wing back so unless plenty fancies a run there who knows well, this is the thing. I mean, Sammy's had the chance
0: and he, he could have grabbed it with both hands, but he's completely just thrown it away, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, I think he really has. Yeah, you, you took the words out of my mouth, John, because I was about to say that whatever your thoughts on Mal Benning are now as fans, we need to get behind him for the rest of the season because, unfortunately, as we've proved in the last few weeks, he is our only option at left wing-back. And I'm saying that because, yes, Was did OK at left wing-back when he played there, but we've proven he was at right, wing back. So if he's playing right, wing back. He can't play them both.
1: Yeah, I suppose, I suppose the only the only thing would be if 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 DJ Space Boot that he's been wearing isn't anywhere near as bad as and it's just protective, and he can come back in center off, and Donnelly can go there, or even whack your idea. Like what's what what's what's Tom Conlon doing? No, no, Why? not going for that one. Why he's got he's he's left footed. He's he, solely left footed. He can he, he can usually deliver. He's 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 not he's not a slouch. So let, let's 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 mix it up. Let's let's get let's get really mental.
2: Wow. Well, you 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 sleep on it and come back to me tomorrow. Let's end the pot there. You sleep on that and come
1: back to me tomorrow. That's all I'm
2: asking. Tweet at Ail and Vale at what's your Twitter handle, Johnny? No, no, no. don't. don't I'm asking you sleep on it. <laughs> tweet Johnny on Twitter. Give yeah. him your thoughts on that one. Yeah,
1: that's, I'll go for it. I'll, I'll ask the question when I when we post it out. There we go.
2: There's your question on that one. Uh, on Johnny, a serious...
0: No, go just going to quickly add... Um,
2: Johnny was being serious then, Andy.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm sure he was. Um... You said earlier about the goalkeeping situation, and we, you know, people saying we should have signed a keeper and, and in the window, and you know we didn't know this was going. To we did know that we needed a, a, a some cover at wing back in January, and mm-hmm. we didn't really get any in, did we?
2: I think if you listen back to our pods end of December, start to Jan, both me and Johnny, when we said what's the one position if you could only sign one position both said left wing back even over a striker i'm right in saying that answer johnny yes mate yeah we both said that in january and yeah um, and again i think all the talk from the club was we were going to get a left wing back and we needed one and obviously the right one didn't become available for the right money so well this is the thing with
0: that one. we've struggled we you look at mccarran small um we've we tried Robison there we've um put worrell there um it's it's like we need to sort of i don't know it's difficult to get someone who's a, a a proper fully formed wing back and we've got to try and either get a kid or or sort of shoehorn someone who's a winger or a fullback into the role and it's just a bit a bit awkward isn't it
2: yeah, and who knows maybe Aaron Donnelly was signed for left wing back. And it's just injuries and situations determined he's left centre-back. I got the impression from... <coughs> pardon me. I got the impression when we signed him from the interview, he was being signed as a left center off. But maybe he was being signed as a left wing-back. Who knows? But yeah, I think it is the one position that at the end of December, we were crying out for. And for one reason or another, it hasn't happened.
0: See if you can find out if uh, Louis Cass is anywhere near on yeah. Tuesday.
2: Yeah, because in all fairness, when... Will Forrester did his last interview. He said he's played most of his career at left centre off, but he was happy to play anywhere across the back three. So if Cass does come back, then maybe Forrester could move to left centre off and Donnelly to left wing back. Or maybe Mallory discovers his form, but it just looks like his confidence, like I say, is absolute rock bottom. And he's been shy lately. There's no buttering it up. But we know that we've seen performances in the past that. He's good enough on his day, but he needs to get his confidence back and get back to his day. So, next, it is you, Johnny, and you get Dave Waddle. Give me a sec. Go on, then. I'm just you eating. <laughs> Anything
1: nice? Yeah, I was indulging in a mint arrow brownie. Ooh. So you you caught me a bit off guard, then, with, the, I thought but you might have been a bit longer.
2: Yeah, you're not the first to say that to me. To be fair,
1: <laughs> are they
0: something you can buy in a shop, or have you have you made these oh, not, uh, the not. homemade brownies using mint No, I've
1: not. I've not made them. They're they're from the um they're from the makers market that was in new Street on Saturday morning. Oh, so yeah, um yeah, Dave. What can you say about was that that we haven't already? Said a million times before about him. He looked brilliant on the left when he started, and then he was Dave Worrell on the right. It, it proves that you can have a bad game and bounce back from it pretty quickly, and have a have a really strong positive game because that's what Worrell's done. He just up and down again, helping out defensively, offensively, putting some brilliant balls. He's just, he's just such a class player. I mean, I'm really sad that he's, he's of the age he is because we, we, we know that there's there's probably 12, 12 18, 18 months left in him. So, yeah, really solid 7 out of 10 performance from Dave. But, you know, it's just it, I, I love him. I really do.
2: Yeah, with you on that. We actually had a discussion on the coach on the way back yesterday. And one of the answers baffled me. Was it stay or go end of the season, if it's up to you? It's up to me? Mm. Are we we saying money's no object? We're saying that within Vale's budget, stay or go.
1: I don't know. Really? The, the, the The only reason I say I don't know is I imagine that he's... On the top top topper end of our earners and i just i'm concerned there is what 32 33 now and as a wing back is that is, is that the right age to be playing wing back for us is has he got it in him like he's not he's not he never let us down realistically but yeah, I, I, For the right money was was a stays every day of the week and twice on a Sunday. You know, I
2: I was firmly in the stake camp. I was of course he stays even if it's a squad player coming off the bench. It's but, just gotta be it's gotta be for right money in that that sense though when it? it's got
1: like money is, is gonna be the big thing that dictates a lot of stuff. And is he gonna want a twelve month contract to, with us that says you might not play every week or is he gonna say I'll take an 18-month contract It get two-year contract at Salford, Stockport, somewhere Manchester-based.
2: It's not a release. You're offering him something that's within our playing budget and our power. You've got to offer him something. Yeah. And that it's up to him if he gets a better offer. And Raquel Vale, if you're listening, I'm not sure what subject you teach. But if it's English, you can replace Johnny's top arena with higher if you want. Andy, was he?
0: Yeah, um, going back to that last thing, I mean, all things being equal, you, you want him to stay, wouldn't you? But it's football's not that easy and um, there'll be a lot of things to weigh up. it will be a lot of things for him to weigh up. I don't know if he's out of contract. We don't know how long anyone's contracts are, do we? But if there's a, um, a shorter commute and maybe more game time for him and a bit of a decent payday before he retires, and he, he might take it. Um, yeah, we have to weigh up um, where he is in a wage budget, how much of the chunk he, he takes up compared to what we're going to get out of him, where, where he's going to be in spring uh, 2024. Um, so that, that those are all the things things we have to consider in the summer. And, you know, there's, that's um, that's what your recruitment team, that's what your director of football and all them sort of people do. Um, I'll echo everything Johnny said. I thought it was great again. Uh, first off, it was a bit like going back to the ASCII era when he'd play on the left wing and uh, you'd have Monty. He'd sort of be... The sort of the solid citizen on the left wing, covering um, Christian Montanio at wing back, uh, sorry at fullback, and and um, he just seemed to, it um, seemed to what's the word I'm looking for, just um, bunch the the play up nicely to get Aaron uh, overlapping him, and and um, it's just a shame we can't have two or three of him really dotted around the pitch. It'd solve a lot of problems.
2: Yeah. Definitely would. And with you both on was thought he played well yesterday. The one thing is and you touched on it, Johnny's age, he doesn't seem to be able to knock it past the man and get round him anymore. Whereas he used to do that all the time and now his strength is get the ball out if so he can just deliver it. Yeah, so,
1: that's that that's the that's the concern I think with Warrell. I think that's why I, I stumbled. If you were asking me twelve months ago, you wouldn't have got that, you would have gone yes. But <clears throat> yeah, it, it's hard. It's it's, it's, it is an odd one, I think. Worrell will be the one that divides the fan base the most. Mm, yeah, if, I think he will. Yeah, if he went, especially and didn't get a good enough
2: explanation. Yeah, yeah. In the service, he's added he deserves what we can do with him, budgets, etc. But there's no room for sentiment, and I'm sure, Clark, you'll be saying that at the end of the season with whatever he's retainlessness.
0: Old wingers have to adapt, don't they, when they get into the 30s and, you know, they get into different roles. John Barnes moved into the centre midfield. Yeah. Michael Tong used to be a winger and he was a, became a centre midfielder when he was at the end of his career, mm-hmm. albeit it was absolutely bloody terrible for us. But it's just, it's once, once whatever goes, as a, as a mature winger, you have to adapt your game, don't you?
2: Yeah, Beckham come inside, didn't he? So yeah, we'll I, see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be amiss to
1: seeing Dave Warrell in that number ten position. Mm. So yeah. if if we're asking him to come inside, do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Some would be said there. Andy, you're first next and in the list, you get my man of the match. Although we only played seventy three minutes, Tom Pat.
0: Oh, sorry, we're back on the midfield, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No. What's Sky up to with that formation?
2: I don't know. The formation they actually give is 3-4-3 three, three is what they give. With Garrity behind the front two is kind of if you want call it to 3-5-2. But they haven't got wing backs; They've got wingers. So, yeah. But next on the list was Tom Pet, my man of the match.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was a bit surprised when we took him off. I thought he was... Uh... Um, steady. I know we were trying to get, get, get going forward a bit more, but I just, I just think we needed a little bit of a, I don't know, but we still, we still needed that sort of shape in the middle, and we still needed someone, um, a bit deeper. And anyway, that's by the by, really. Um, yeah, I like him. He just seems to just, he's not burdened by the same thing that Conlon seems to have whereby he's not trying to force things or or try and, and do a hollywood ball or try and say I'm the captain I, I need to do some pull something special out of the bag he's more than happy to just do the simple things keep things ticking over work off the ball um and just um just just do the um on um what's the word it's like just, just not necessarily the pretty, the unpretty things, but the um, just, just the simple, unspectacular stuff off the ball. The only thing I will say is that I thought he, well, he ended up um, passing on his man to try and sort of go for the ball. in the second goal, and his man ended up scoring. So it's maybe did he need to go and um, and try and win the ball? Went once um, Smithy got beaten, but. I mean, that's probably nitpicking. But, yeah, he, like we've been saying, he he just compliments um, what the other two midfielders have. And he's a very unspectacular, very steady, sort of happy to do that sort of midfield work without necessarily taking a lot of the glory.
1: Yep. Johnny? Yeah, I think he does the dirty side of the game, doesn't he? Well, he, he's, he's steady, he keeps the ball ticking over. He... Wins wins a couple of free kicks when when you need the pressure taken off him by just whacking his body in there and then hitting the deck, and he he did that against Bolton as well. He he was he was steady. There was opportunity for him to get forward, and he does. He gets forward when when he can still and helps out. And he's yeah he, he's vital in that midfield. I think and him 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 Garrity and Ojo have been really good every time you've seen them just because they're all they're all a little bit different and they've all got different qualities so it's it's the best it's the best three for me and it's the one that fitness obviously dictating has got to stay together between now and the end of the season um but yeah petty was good um i'm surprised that he got you man of the match really i thought i, I thought it'd be the other member in the midfield but yeah it, it was decent from him, and uh, I. Personally, think he was on a seven, but I can see why you've got man of the match for him because he is he, he's, he's integral
2: in our midfield. Yeah, for me, my man of the match because, as you say, he just takes that pressure off you, spots the danger. There was times where he got two men on him and he kind of dropped his shoulder, turned the other way and left them both, and then simple ball out wide, kept us ticking over. And you refer to the next one in midfield, which you're next with him, which is Ben Garrity. I thought Gareth had one of his better games of the season, if not the best. The reason he didn't get man of the match for me is he didn't get on the score sheets and he had two very good... Well, he had one really good chance and the other keepers made a good save. Yeah, the, the to be honest, it was
1: between Will and Ben for me. Um, ben didn't get it because of the Eddie. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't knocking him down for the save because I think he's done everything right for the save. Um He's got a very good assist. Um, he's hit his on low cross and gave Alice a tap in. He's made the run brilliantly off, off um, Taylor as well. So, he, Garrity, that for me that feels like it's Garrity's position. He's done really well as as a member of the two, better than he'd done previously. But I still feel like Garrity's at his best behind that front two driving, being annoying to a degree. Because I bet he, I, I bet he is fucking annoying behind that front, two, behind that front two chasing down the centre halves and cause, causing a load of havoc and grief. So it's just a strong Garrity performance. Seven. If you could grab him and Dan Butterworth and just smash them together, you, you'd have a player that's not playing for Port Vale. But you know what I mean. Like if you get get Butterworth's technical ability and. Garrity's heart, desire, and willingness to do everything—you'd have you'd have a, an absolute st- stunning player on your hands. But yeah, G-Garrity's, Garrity's building every single day, and there, there's there's an argument there that at the start of the season we wouldn't we we would have been saying thanks, Garrity, but no thanks,
2: mm.
1: and 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 he's earning himself that position now of. He's he's one he's one of the first names on the team sheet. So, Yeah, that's fair.
2: More than fair. Yeah.
1: yeah, I gave him seven, didn't I? Four. Seven, yeah. I don't want to upset Goodwin, so we'll say seven again.
2: Seven. Andy?
0: Yeah, I've been really happy with him. He's been, you know, during the, the poor run we've been having since Christmas, he's been, you know, easily a most consistent, steadiest player. He's been versatile. He's had to play... In a, you know a couple of different midfield roles, and uh, I think he's been excellent. Um, yesterday, he was back to sort of the sort of yeah, you know, the, the midfield runner that we what want to see him do. What we think is probably his natural, his better position. Although he's probably trying to change your minds into thinking he's more of a, um, in in you can play in a two with um more of a city midfielder alongside him, but a versatility will be good for him. I'd like to see the two chances he had again in the first half because uh, I've not seen him on TV yet. Um, First one looked like it was there to be, you know, it was, we should have scored. You know, it, it was there to be headed back into the back of the net. The other one, I thought maybe the keeper would have been a bit disappointed if he hadn't saved it, but it was a decent effort. Um, the only thing is, maybe if he could have just got one or two balls away a little bit, you know, a shade quicker, just I don't know, he could have just been a, little, a bit more zippy in in passes and getting it through the midfield and in in him getting on the end of like a a ball over the top he make make us a run or whatever. We could have just had a bit more joy. It felt we were just a shade too slow every now and again when we're trying to just sort of break through the lines, but that's just nitpicking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Andy, you get next and it starts with the goal scorer, Alice Addison.
0: Yeah, this is more like Alice Harrison from a few months ago, wasn't it? Um, he was um, good with his back to goal, good at um, sticking his backside out, um, almost like he's stooping and falling over and shielding the ball um sort of spinning off winning his headers he's got a very good leap still this is i don't know if the breaks done him good um physically mentally or whatever but he just seemed like he was um fit and um back in a decent bit of form uh, took his goal well I, I liked his back post run it's almost as though we've got players around him who, who understand each other and um they just um went off and did the thing, I think, um, you know, the ball into him was great and he peeled off at the back post and, and you know, there's no foregone conclusion he was going to win that ball as well. He had a couple of defenders that were breathing down his neck and he, he made sure he, he made it his, really. So um am really pleased. We need him fit and um, we need him back um, scoring goals for us. So um, hopefully he's here to stay now.
2: Yeah, definitely. Johnny,
1: yeah, and like, like I mentioned earlier, like the first one where he goes one on one, could have killed his confidence. He hasn't scored an open play for a while, so could have really killed his confidence. But he didn't. He seems to enjoy playing with um, Taylor up there as well, and he, he just he had so much in both boxes for us. He's he's what shade under shade shade over six foot, is he? And he jumps. He was jumping out, six foot four, six foot five center off. And Santos, he was he was jumping with him, winning balls. And he said he's he's deceivingly strong by the looks of it for a lad his size because he's not he's not massive, is he? But he's he's winning headers. He's he's keeping the ball. He keeps the play ticking along nicely up there. Him and Taylor, two three more games together because. They obviously don't need their off-the-pitch relationship, but on it is always a a little different. So get that sorted, and I think we're on to a winner. I'm really impressed by Alice. He should have definitely scored two. So he gets a seven, but it's it's a promising seven.
2: Yeah, definitely. And as you say, just having the two strikes up top, the difference it makes the ball sticking and not coming back and, it does make a hell of a difference to the team. And I think we saw that and long made that continue. And if we get two strikes on the pitch more often, which it looks like we're getting to that point, I think things are looking a, bit, a lot brighter for us than they have been. And you've got first dibs last, Johnny, on Matty Taylor.
1: I really like him. I think he's he's a bit like an Energizer bunny, isn't he? He runs around a hell of a lot. He's got five yards of pace about him. Still think he needs cut out the, the 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 diving around and and whatnot. Not because it's like we've moaned about the dark arts recently and whatnot. So not because of that. Because it seems obvious when he does it. Like it 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 doesn't it, it doesn't seem like it might be. You look at him and go, that definitely wasn't sort of thing with him. He, but he's got that fight. He's got that desire. He's got that relationship. The, the pass into Garrity was a really good, well-weighted pass. Um, we know strikers could have fucked that up, or even the other side of it, been greedy enough to go. I fancy, I fancy that myself. Is he not being as greedy because he's he's not been in in form recently? That's, that's something of question because the second half, when when he got the ball about thirty yards out and. Had a little run and then looked for the pass. If he's in form and he scored five or six in his last five or six, he's going straight to goal there, isn't he? So I think confidence is is gonna play a part in it, as with with any striker. But it's yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. And he gets he gets a seven as well, I think. It was good performance. He just he 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 needs he deserves a goal. No, he doesn't need one, he deserves a goal. Yeah, I'm
2: with you. And yeah,
1: he, yeah, he just needs to. Well, I don't know that one
0: big chance he had where he went near post and the keeper saved it. Uh, could he have done a bit better with it? I think maybe the the ball into him. I think was it politic? He needed to just if he could have just got it with the outside of his foot. He just would have put him in on goal instead. It's curving back into him. That sort of it just takes. He's got he's got to sort of control it, and he just instead of being in his path. But I I like him, I like his running, I like um, um, just he's very crafty in how he sort of makes these diagonal runs just across the box and sort of across the play. Rather than just being very straight line, he he sort of tries to create angles and for people to run off him, and he does. he's just very crafty. And he's obviously a player who's played at League One a long time, knows the league, knows the level. Um, He knows Alice Harrison. So he's got that relationship and it could well be fruitful if we've got them too. and we've got Garrity sort of running off him. Um, It could be the start of something decent for us.
2: Yeah, with you both. And what I really like about Matt Taylor too is he's passing. I don't think we've got anyone else that plays the ball through a defence like he does. And I think sometimes other players have now got to learn he's capable and can see them passes. Because there's a few times where... Who just plays defence splitting balls. And we don't seem to do a lot of that at Vale. It all seems to be out wide and pull it back rather than actually passing through defence that you see a gap and someone's running onto it. And he seems capable of playing them balls. Do you know what I'm talking about? But like Dodds, he could. And yeah, the think- other players just need catch up with him now.
1: I think with him it's they're the sort of balls he wants to receive as well. Yeah. So I think I think he, he's of that mindset of like this this is how i'd want it so that's what i'm gonna that that's what i'm gonna do as well so i, I do i do agree i think he, he he's got he's he's, a, he's more of a footballer than yeah. some players that you see um but yeah i'm really i'm really 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 happy with him and impressed by what he's brought so far so
2: yeah definitely whether you and he'll score sooner or later it's coming
1: yeah it's it's not too long cause you know what i mean he's He's getting he's getting the chances. He's, he's he's got to get get himself used to how we play and everything. So um, give it Saturday. Yeah, yeah, players like
0: him they open up like you know the little triangles they do. They open up passing lanes, and um, it looks like we've got a bit more pattern to a game than we've had in the last few weeks or, or months even. Um, so that's really positive, really, that we we're we're playing with some sort of pattern and we've got. We've got the triangles. We've got a little give and goes. We've got players who've got a bit more vision, and, and we're actually got something about us really, where it's we we haven't really looked like that when we've been playing a pretty makeshift front three as we have done for for a hell of a long time. It feels like an eternity, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And you've just given me flashback, Andy, talking about triangles. Can I remember a point near the end of the first half where I think it was Foster, Ojo, and Pat. We're on the right-hand side of the pitch playing triangles between us and they got us 30, 40 yards down the pitch into a crossing position. And it was lovely playing ball couldn't get near any of them.
0: Yeah, that's what we've got to do, haven't we? We, we? It feels like that's dried up or we haven't really had any pattern in a game. So I don't know if what, what's dried up in, in that respect. But you know, we, we, need, we need those combinations. We need what Clark calls his slip and slides and his things like that to to be a bit more sort of um, fine-tuned, I think.
2: Yeah. And we touched briefly on the subs earlier. Johnny Proctor come on, main impact. I personally thought Politic did well at Wingback back when he come on. Some good tackles and got forward, caused them a few problems, some good balls in the box. And he surprised me, he did well at wing-back. And the other sub was Procty Politic Butterworth, who tried.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's, it's, the only the only criticism of Dennis is that fucking corner at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, I was say exactly the same thing. Your keepers come up and you hit the first man, and it's just a professional footballer needs to be able to beat the first man on a corner just to put it into an area that's it's so frustrating, and like nothing might have come from it, but you you've you've got to beat the first man. So that's that's my only criticism of Dennis. So you know I mean like he put in an absolute crunching tackle um, and got away with it. He's he's deceivingly slow. I think like he's he's not he's he's quick footed, so he needs that that one two and playing off someone. When when he won that tackle and then ran the length of the pitch it, it seemed it felt like it took him an age. But yeah, he just. Have you seen that corner on the
0: pitch side video that they've put on YouTube today? He no. you should, because that, the corner comes in, doesn't be the first man, goes out, referee blows the final whistle, and the camera just focuses on a couple of Vale players. And I think Butterworth, just his face says it all. He's absolutely fuming. But it, it just it's just all sort of. He just bottles it all up. He just keeps it inside. But his face is a massive tell. Is You've got you got to get a decent ball in there, haven't you?
2: Yeah, you have. You have at that stage. Well, at any stage, you've got got to get a decent ball in from a corner. But that's yeah, it's particularly. In. But yeah, I think that's it. Bolton, anything else? Good, good away support, vocal, good numbers, especially considering the form we've been on and the amount of games we've had in February. It is a lot of money. And a cost of living crisis, in a very working class area, and I think the support was fantastic. Yeah, I
1: I agree. I think nearly nineteen hundred there. Like you can't you can't ask for much more, can you? So re- really, good, really nice to see. And it's the only the only thing that's that, that's annoying me at the minute with with our support is we we we, we seem to have become this sort of. You're you're in, in my seat. Brigade are uh, all all on Twitter's moaning about it. You get the choice of where you pick your seat. So you pick your seat with your mates. Don't don't expect to go and sit where someone who might have chose to sit and moan that they want to sit down. I'm I get that there's there's atmosphere and stuff like that, and away games are harder for it. And there is there is there is talk for me. That we do need to look at saying, right, okay, like we did at Wembley, I know was easier to do, it's a lot bigger ground, but this is the section. If you want to sing and be a bit raucous, whatever, this is where it needs to be. There's there's an argument for something like that. But don't start kicking off at your own fans. Like if someone wants to sit down, because you don't know you, you don't know why they want to do it. Yeah, granted, there's, there's a reason for it. Do you know what I mean? There's a way about it. And if someone's saying sit down, you prick, instead of saying, Can you please sit down, then yeah, that's wrong. But I just we we seem we seem to at the minute be attracting a lot on social media of people that are going above the stanchion and thinking the higher mighty just because they want to do something. And I think you've got to appreciate the whole situation. And can the club do better for that? Possibly, but I. Just just think about it in future. Don't don't just start slagging everyone off because you want to do something.
2: Yeah, I saw the bit of that on Twitter, but around me, I think everyone was sat in their allocated seats and I didn't see anyone asking someone move because they were in the wrong seat. What did a lot of it on Twitter?
1: Five or six rows in front of me, there was there was a guy that was stood up and the guy behind sat down and they were they were pushing each other and having a bit of a to do sort of thing and it's just it's not it's, it's not it's not it's not good to see it in a way game you're, you're supporting the same club you shouldn't be doing that but yeah, no, I'm with you. I say there's there's a way to ask someone to sit down and there's a way to react when someone asks you to sit down yeah
2: yeah with you the only negative I've grown bail fans is during the minutes applause for Ukraine there was three lads that decided that was an appropriate time to start singing Super Vale away Super Vale away no one else joined in with them. They weren't a million miles from me, and I looked over to see who they were, and they were blokes probably in the 30s, 40s. It wasn't young lads that were doing it. It was blokes that should know better. And there was only three three of them, I think there was, and no one around them joined in, and no one else joined in. Yeah, but- I, I,
0: I saw it as well, and there were people giving them daggers, and there was like, come on, you, you're doing a minute's applause. He's not... Don't hijack it. And they... I think I heard as well when they were saying we're gonna when they were all winding up at the center circle and they said oh it's a minute's applause to mark the first one year anniversary of ukraine and they were like i could hear him say oh god as though you know it felt like they were being really inconvenienced by it all which seemed a bit I don't, I don't know i don't know why you wouldn't um why you'd be fed up about clapping for for ukraine what what yeah, what right. you, what you're tired of? Are you just sick of all the news? You're sick of seeing it on the news every night. I don't know. Don't know what the mindset is, but yeah, they were they were fairly close to me, and I could see other people looking across at them, giving them you know just saying what what are you doing, singing through that.
2: Yeah, yeah, couldn't get my head around. Like I say, they weren't young lads. It wasn't, and I don't excuse it if they were young lads, but they were blokes that should have known better. But, yeah, we'll leave it on that. But we'll leave it on a positive because it was a good performance. No, Ref Watch. Uh, Ref Watch, do you know what? I thought ref had a good game. thought he had a very good game. There was a few dives that he just said, no, no foul. Um, Didn't notice him that much, which says to me he had a good game. And, overall, one of the best refs we've had.
0: Yeah, fair enough. One or two incidents. There was that foul and Clark went mad. Um, Surprised he missed that when somebody got absolutely bundled over. I think it was it Pat.
2: Yes Yes. and he did Over 90 minutes every ref will get a few Wrong and And he got that one wrong
0: The only other thing was Three minutes injury time felt a little Bit Low considering the amount Of subs that are made in the second half and The amount of time wasting Trafford their keeper Was up to so apart from that I thought he had a decent game
2: Yeah I thought he had a decent game and he had a word With Trafford early on in the second half And I think Trafford pushed it to the boundary where he knew he was going as far as he could without getting a booking. I don't think he ever quite overstepped that line when he gets to booking territory.
0: Yeah, it's modern football, isn't it? Goalkeepers have to be... Yeah. Um, I don't like to waste it. Time.
2: As you know, because I say it every week, and I don't like it. He probably did it to the mark where he knew he got away. With it. Such as the one that went out for a corner, which he kind of slid and tried to keep in. He then throws the ball behind the net. And again, I would like to see keepers get booked for that but they don't, and he knew he wasn't going to get booted. added he booted it into the stand, He's going to get booted, but he just rolled it behind the net, which it'll only take up two or three seconds, but it takes up two or three seconds. But yeah, Ref had a decent game. So, Johnny, we'll be back on Thursday.
1: Yeah, we will. We'll be back Thursday with the MK preview. So, we'll, we'll let people know how Tuesday goes. We'll have it, obviously. We'll chat about how how that all went and whatnot, and then, yeah, MK Dons
2: feels like not a massive game as in God it's season defining, but a game where you go, you want to win the form there on and where they are in the league, and then you probably go, we're safe now.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think, I think we've got to follow up the Bolton performance now because the performance will get you so far, like. People still will want points and stuff. But MK have lost the last three, so yeah, who knows?
2: Yeah,
0: next, um, next few home games MK Dons, Burton, Cambridge, Oxford, Bristol Rovers, Plymouth. Yeah, there's, there's you know, you you've got to be targeting a few of them for points, are not you? There's a few struggling teams, a few teams down the bottom. Um, we need to be a bit ruthless and um, turn a few of the strugglers over.
1: We do. And MK do play Tuesday as well. So, do they? Yeah, they've got Lincoln
2: away on Tuesday. Lincoln away. They do something
0: really daft last night, um, yesterday, MK in the Ipswich game. I remember watching. I'm pretty sure there's a really horrendous goal they conceded.
1: And Sam Morsey scored, so there's, there's there's every possibility.
0: There was something or other. I, I, I was I was watching the football league show in the pub, and I'd maybe had one or two, and something stood out, but I can't remember what it was. Fair enough.
2: Um, oh, I think I know Sam Morsey scored a screaming.
0: He did, yeah. I'm I'm probably mixing. It. I'm probably just. I was probably just too pissed to remember what what I was watching. Probably just a couple of games merged into one. I'm not not an, not an Amos territory yet, but um, you know, I'd, 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 I'd had a I'd had a good day,
2: and that's what it's all about—having a good day.
1: It's all that's what it's all about.
2: But yeah, away days brought to you by Andy PVFC's taxis. If you need a taxi, get over there, give him a shout, and he'll sort you out. I'm a poet and didn't know it. If you want a pint, get yourself down Johnny's Bar for the best pint in Burslem by my own taste buds.
1: Yeah, we'll start tell Beza sent you. Oh, I say tell, tell Pez. him Beza sent you. Tell, tell yeah. Mrs B probably.
2: Yeah, or tell my mother whoever's saving you. Um, yeah. If you want a carpet, get over to Home choose carpets, get the flying carpet from Mr Amos flying down the motorway oh. although he wasn't at your stakes he's on our coach. Um, <laughs> and he's coming measure man up this week.
1: Um, Andy, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just flicking through the highlights now. Um, whilst whilst Morsey does score a screamer, um, I think what you're thinking about is the MK Dons lad that misses from a yard out. It could have been that, yeah. It, yeah.
0: it was something or other. That's the danger of trying to watch football while trying to maintain a conversation in a pub. Yeah,
1: he's honestly, mate, he stood a yard out. Like, I don't even think that's a yard out. He just, yeah, this, it's bad.
0: I don't even think they normally put the uh, the football league show on in the pub either. I think it was just left on ITV4 because they would shown the Madrid derby earlier that's... in the in the evening.
2: Uh, talking about football highlights, I watched the conference highlights earlier, and some of the players down there surprised me. You've what? got Courtney Senior signed for Barnet. Yeah, playing for Barnet. Yeah, was well, it a... Colchester? He was a cracking player once, but then he went somewhere, and obviously he's done nothing since then. I didn't,
1: didn't something happen with Courtney Senior? I don't know. We signed yeah. full time for Barney now. If didn't he only sign for him like in January or something
2: like that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because
1: he played seven times for Wimbledon last year. I'm sure that something.
2: Yes, he did come from Wimbledon. Yeah. I'm sure... oh. Yeah, you've but got yeah. him. You've got Ryan Colclough's now at Chesterfield. I didn't realise he'd moved to Chesterfield.
1: Yeah, he's coming back up the leagues, isn't he, after. A...
2: Yeah, although Chesterfield are struggling at the moment. They can't seem to buy one. And there was others, I can't remember who now, but there was others and I thought, oh, can't believe they're there. Fair enough. Yeah, there we go. But let's leave it there. Say, so if you're looking for a race, timing.com get yourselves signed up for the Crew 10K. We will do it probably after Thursday. We'll get some more info out on Thursday's pod. And then we'll get you all signed up and get yourselves over for the Crew 10K on Easter Sunday. Which Johnny's really looking forward to. Yeah, I'm dead excited about it. As you can tell by his voice and Johnny, the chairman hasn't sacked you yet, you've got another week manager of Portly Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. We've won a game. Oh, <laughs> First God. one since First one of the year. First one this
1: year. Yeah. I can't be held responsible for last week. I wasn't in the country, so
2: How did they go on last week?
1: They lost 2 0. Yeah. So
2: yeah, never mind. But yeah, we'll wrap it up there because we're rambling now I and mean, it's been an hour and a half on an hour and a half's game of football. So? covered it enough, in. I've said we'll be back Thursday. Until then, have a good week. Have an ale and up the veil. So, it's full time from the pod
1: and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez?
2: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, Cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny?
1: Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Saving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.
2: buttery exclusions apply see site for details this podcast
0: is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans